old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old-fashioned football. Welcome to Old Fashioned Football. If you're wondering who you're listening to, this is J Mark. You can find me on Twitter at J Mark Football. My wife is being very distracting over there. So why don't I go ahead and bring her in so she can just uh, calm down a bit over there. You can find her on Twitter at J Mark's Wifey. I saw Moonoff called you out about being J Mark's Wifey. Or he said something about a power move, the ultimate power move of me calling you out and then tagging you as at J Mark's Wifey. Anyways, she's my co-host on the pod and in life. Miranda, how are you doing today? I am doing great. I'm tired, but I'm doing great. I mean, that's a great way to start a podcast, isn't it? I am tired. <laughs> um, it's been a long couple of weeks. I feel like yes. we've been, I've been getting so much sun. My freckles are popping. I'm actually tanning, which I never tan because I've been outside so much over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we've been outside a ton uh, getting the garden ready, just doing all sorts of outdoor projects. And I think when we when we expanded the garden, I think it seemed like a great idea <laughs> until we were hauling all that mulch and laying all that cardboard down and just looking at it all, extending the fence, everything. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot. lot. It is a lot. But that's okay. I mean, that's one of the reasons we get whiskey. Well, okay. <laughs> You're talking about aches. the garden. What about the... How many of the 75 trees did we plant? 63. 63 yes. trees. I also um, didn't realize how much time that would take watering. I did not factor <laughs> that in, I guess. Yes. Um, what is time anyway? Right, right. Uh, what's, what do they say in Yellowstone? Taylor Sheridan says, Buddy, when I die, I will get all the sleep I need. <laughs> I guess that's one way to put it. So anyway, we are continuing today with our division previews. Yeah. Um, we're going to go through, like we've been going through each division and giving a fantasy football preview of that division. So far, we've covered... The NFC yes. North, the AFC South, the NFC South. AFC South. And the AFC West. Oh, West. You already said South. I did. But not West, East. We've we done the, the East. East. We haven't done the West. <laughs> Today, this is great, guys. Today, we are moving on to the NFC West. Well, this is what we get for going in no particular order. Because um, <laughs> it's really, part of it has been aligning with what our guests that we have mm-hmm. on and what they like. No guests this week. Um, so we just, we were looking at what we had left. And NFC West is one of them that's left. Which is the 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, and the Cardinals. Yes. Nick Fortune, uh, shout out to Fortune. He was very much looking forward to when we got to this episode because he wanted to text me when he was listening to it and c- continuously say, nope, Miranda's wrong about that 49ers player. Nope, Miranda's wrong about that 49ers <laughs> player. We'll see, Nick. We'll see. <laughs> Um, I also, as I'm talking, I can tell that, uh, I'm still a You're nasally again. Yes. I can tell too. Yeah. <laughs> I will try not to sniff in the mic when I did a little editing, a little behind baseball here. I go through and edit. And when I did it last week, there were a couple sniffles that I could not get out because they happened mid sentence or, um, while you were talking. So we will both try our best not to sniffle because I know nobody wants to listen to us yes. sniffle. Allergy season is in full swing. Yes. We did buy local honey that are from bees that are just a couple miles yeah. from us. It is the darkest honey I have ever seen. We get it's so good. Our though. honey from them. We've been getting our honey from them for years now. Yeah. Bad um, bee honey. Bad bee honey here in Winterset. <laughs> but they're literally just two miles from us. So yeah. we're getting very local. 
Yes. But it's supposed to help with your allergies. So yeah. hopefully. Well, I haven't been ingesting of much of it, digesting Have much Have you of had it. any of the energy bites? I had one. Okay, you had one. Then yeah. you ingested a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I'm just going to start drinking the honey. Speaking of drinking <laughs> honey, what are we drinking today, honey? <laughs> today, I see what you did there and I like it. Today we are drinking Elijah Craig Small Batch. Yes, and there's a reason we picked Elijah Craig, but we will get to that later. We'll get later. to that later. Yes. Uh, any news before we get started? We have our May giveaway to do today, which we will do at some point during the show, but I'm very excited for that. Oh, yeah. I should probably prepare for that, huh? You are already prepared. <laughs> Don't let him fool you. I already double-checked that we were ready. But in addition to our giveaway, yes. I did want to talk to you because I we haven't... We've been so busy. I don't even know if you've seen the stuff going on with Delvin Cook. Gosh, I, I feel like I've fallen so far behind on... Uh, the social media like Twitters mm -hmm. and all that stuff, um, definitely behind. What what are they saying about Delvin Cook? Well, I didn't know this. I I am almost a hundred percent sure we didn't cover this when we did like rumors early on in the off season about trades and this and that. But apparently, there was trade talks with him going to Miami in March. That didn't happen. Okay, like it it fell through. But they owe him like. Over ten million, and I don't know. Like he is, is Delvin Cook, right? I just can't imagine the Vikings without him right now. Um, but yeah, there's some talks there. I did the the only thing I saw in this was a couple days ago. There was just this random thing from Sleeper that said mm -hmm. uh, Vikings coaching staff believes Alexander Madison to be a three down. Back. Yes, they were bringing that up. And yeah. I don't see that. Yeah, you know, he's never... It seems like when he comes in in relief, when mm -hmm. Dalvin Cook gets hurt, he's good for that game, game and a half. Yeah. But extended time, he's not been super impressive, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But I just... Yeah, for them to say that and not talk about Dalvin Cook, because they have Dalvin Cook. It's just, I don't know, it seems like they might be looking. Yeah. To get rid of him. Yep. And I know we mainly talk offensive players, but the Washington Commanders are looking to, or they're open to listening to trades for Chase Young. Mm -hmm. Really good defensive end, but just can't stay healthy. So that's also something to keep an eye on. Cough, cough, bears. <laughs> Miranda and listeners, when you're listening to this episode, think about the players we're talking about, because at the end, we're going to give out our play. I'm telling you to think about this, too of who we think will win this division, which team. Mm -hmm. And you go and take that bet and take it to Edge Boost. So this episode is supported by Edge Boost, and Edge Boost is the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in betting advances, which can be an extremely valuable tool. Imagine what you can do with an increased bankroll. Get down on some of your favorite futures without tying up your bankroll for months. Double down on your favorite bet you like, or... Even used to create an awesome middle or even hedge. Yuck. Edge Boost isn't some sleazy loan shark as they charge zero interest. Do you know of a way you can access more money to place on your favorite bets without paying any interest? I don't. So you could you could uh, say you want to pick the division winner here. You could use the money from the doubling that they are offering you so that your bankroll's not tied up. Edge Boost can also be part of a responsible gambling plan as you can set up daily, weekly, monthly limits across all your betting accounts in one place. Very important for some DGENs that get to DGEN. Support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge, slash edge, not slice. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 or older to use. If you've got a problem, gambling like you know everybody but if it's too bad and those those weekly things those limits that they let you set up are not enough to stop you call Winnie 100 gambler sounds like an i mean it's it is an awesome product i mean you you get more money right who doesn't want more money right to make their future bets anyway should we jump into this yes who do you want to start with i want to start with the seahawks because they are if i had to pick a team i like as my team in this division, it's the Seahawks. Sorry, <laughs> Nick and Rod. 
Um, both 49ers fans. I, yeah, I just, thinking about these teams, it is the Seahawks for me too. Yeah. I, I don't want to agree with you, but I'm just... It's let's bound just, to happen every yeah, now and then. I guess. This is a very good old question, <laughs> by the way. Thank you. Despite the... Uh, don't even talk about my orange. The weird orange peel. <laughs> I... Pressed to all <laughs> edges of my glass. Um, and are we going to talk about <laughs> the Seahawks? Or are you going to critique my orange slice? Let's talk about the Seahawks. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about their quarterback who most people had written off. Yes, I was one of those people. Until last year, he gets his chance again. Geno Smith. He finished out last season with 314.9 points. He had four top five finishes. He was ranked, get ready for this, fifth. Yeah, crazy. It is crazy. He's valued at a dollar. Yeah. For being ranked fifth. No brainer, right? I mean, I it's okay, I get it. I just can't see starting him. I don't know why. So here's the deal. Uh it's all a matter of does he regress? Towards the mm-hmm. end of the season, he did get a little worse than he had been. Still finished fifth, obviously. But this is a team that normally likes to run the ball. They have mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker. They will talk about the other running back they drafted, yada, yada. But they also drafted a wide receiver. Their first draft pick was a wide receiver. This is a team that for years people said, let Russ cook, let Russ cook. They're letting Geno cook. And I think they continue to let him cook. And so for a dollar, why not? Yeah, to see. And maybe especially in like a super flex league. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, He's probably you want a top 10 quarterback. Like, you know, for your starting, for your QB1 position on your roster. But I don't know why. I just can't wrap my head around Geno Smith. I have no hesitation if I end up with Geno Smith in an auction league because he is going to be a budget. Most people are going to be on mm-hmm. your line of thinking, I think, of. Like, I think that's so. not who I want as my top So because of that, I have to get around my thinking and target <laughs> him for a dollar. There you go. Because <laughs> he's worth a dollar. I can tell you that much. Yeah. And they're known for running. Let's talk about their running backs. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker. He finished out last season with 175.5 points. He had two top five finishes. He was ranked 15th, 15th among running backs last year and is valued at $30. This one's tough for me because I think Kenneth Walker is very good, but they drafted Zach Charbonnet for a reason. Mm -hmm. And again, their first draft pick was a wide receiver. They're going to throw this ball, I think, more even than last year. So $30 seems a touch high for me. What do you think? 25 25 I think 25 I actually, I mean, I agree with you there. I think that seems fair. You're looking at a 15, so he's just outside your top 12 if you're in a 12-person I say league. he regresses a little. Yeah. I don't see him I think being, Charbonnet will get some of those Yeah, carries. I see him regressing a little, but I still think he might be around top 20-ish. Yeah. I don't know, $25. Yeah. Let's say Geno Smith regresses too. Even though they drafted a wide receiver. How dare you? <laughs> don't don't put that out into the world. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wide receivers. Let's move on to them. Hang on. Let's talk about the rookie they drafted. Okay. Oh, yeah. We didn't uh, give any stats on him. No, we didn't. I'm a fan of Zach Charbonnet. He, had a, he started in Michigan, but then transferred to UCLA. Had a good year last year. 1,359 yards. Average seven yards per carry. That's, That's good. Big play ability. Mm-hmm. 14 touchdowns. He also caught 37 passes for 300, 321 yards. That type of guy that can carry that workload for, you know, 1,300 yards, 14 touchdowns, a seven yard carry, he's going to get opportunities in this offense. That's what scares me off of Kenneth, Kenneth Walker. Walker. Yeah. And. You'll probably notice most of these rookie running backs that aren't starters, even rookie wide receiver, any rookies that aren't starters, they're all what valued at a dollar, right? He's not. He's not. He's valued at four, <laughs> which I find very interesting because mm-hmm. you have these guys that are talented but not exactly uh, starting, like Zach Charbonnet. They're all at a dollar. He's at four. That is something think, to pay attention to. Yeah, they think he's going to have a role. Obviously, yes. Now we can move on to wide receivers. Okay. Sorry, I got ahead of us. <laughs> it's all good. DK Metcalf. You were excited to talk about him, weren't you? Uh, no? No. Okay. <laughs> he finished out the season with 136.8 points. No top five finishes. He was ranked 19th last year and is valued at $18. They also have Tyler Lockett, 
who finished with more points than him at 153.3 points, one top five finish, valued at $12, and he was 13th ranked, which when your quarterback is fifth ranked, you're going to have high ranking wide receivers if they're throwing, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, the quarterback has to get points somehow. Yeah, Receivers sure. have to be catching the ball. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Uh, it's interesting that Lockett finished higher, but is valued at less dollars. Mm-hmm. But I get it. DK Metcalf does have more, I guess, big, yeah, more upside, more big playability, more red zone targets. So I understand it. Um, It's just kind of interesting when you look at the numbers and it's like, why wouldn't I just spend the $12 for Lockett? I like them both, though. Mm -hmm. They also have a rookie. Yes, they do. Uh, Jackson Smith in Jigba, Mm -hmm. who was the uh, kind of a. People didn't know if he was going to go first in the in the draft as the first wide receiver, I mean. So he falls to the Seahawks, and it's interesting that they drafted a wide receiver when they have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, which we kind of talked about. Maybe that means that one of those gets traded eventually. We'll see. We'll or maybe see. they just wanted to add a weapon. He did get injured in 2022, so he only had five receptions for 43 points. But the year before that... 96 receptions, sorry, 95 receptions, 1,606 yards. That's 16.9 yards per catch. That's amazing. That, yeah, when you're almost, you're only 3.1 yards away from 20 yards a catch. That's incredible. Do you know what his injury was? So his injury was a hamstring issue. That had him out most of the season? Yep, he had a lingering hamstring injury he suffered in the season opener and was never 100% after that, so did not go back out on the field. But to me, that that maybe they just didn't want to tell you that it was a torn hamstring. I almost said a turn. A turn. (laughs) A tear in the hamstring, a torn hamstring. Mm -hmm. But at the combine, he looked good. At his pro day, he looked good. I think he looks like he's back to normal, and he's got that big playability. Mm-hmm. He's only valued at a dollar. I will say that. All, Zach like Charbonnet's all... four dollars. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my point exactly. This is a guy with a lot of upside. Obviously, sixteen point nine yards per catch, only at a dollar. It's it, to me, it's really telling about Charbonnet. It is. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. I shouldn't have put it in your head, but I would have. It's what I, we're here for. Looking at the stats <laughs> and going over these, like it would have clicked, Justin. Let's so talk about quiet. a guy that almost started a fight in our house. No offense. Yes, you remember this last year. Last year. Yeah, last year, um, I said they're starting to use him correctly, and that I think he would average out as a top. 10 tight end well he didn't oh yeah at the you end remember of, this? Yes, yes i remember and in those games yes <laughs> he ended up having a real stinker at the end uh-huh. i believe a zero point stinker or maybe it was you like said of the last three games he would be a top 10 tight end in the last in three games three, yeah and he ended season. up being a i think i want to say 14th to 16th range 15th 15th yeah um but he had a stinker game so i won but that anyways, bet you did win that bet yeah Yes. I paid in full. <laughs> Overall. <laughs> Stop. Overall, he finished out the season with 72.6 points, one top five finish. He was ranked 18th overall for tight ends, and he's valued at a dollar. He's not a tight end I'm targeting. I have no idea why your mind went to the gutter. Um, I, I could tell by just your look that it did. I, he's not going to be a top 10. I don't think he'll be a top 12. Why are you blushing over there? I don't think he's going to be a top 12. So agreed. Unless you're looking for a backup, you probably don't need to draft Noah Fant. Agreed? Agreed. All right. So we're talking about fantasy football. Now it's a kind of different type of fantasy football, but... We are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL, and MLB with their player prop parlays. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. 
And even though it says up to $100, don't let that scare you. You could just do 20 bucks. It doesn't matter. Just go over there, use our promo code to help us out, and uh, check it out. they got a lot of neat things to offer. Agreed. This is Jim Miller, former Chicago Bears quarterback. Now, back to old-fashioned football. Why don't we move on to the Rams? The Rams. Yeah, I was doing, uh, you know, doing the digging, doing some research, because we knew we were going to be talking about the Rams, and we do, we both do our research. I was doing my research, and it was, well, I'll wait till we get to it, but it was surprising. <laughs> <Always>. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about the quarterback. Matt Stafford, who missed eight games last season. Yeah. Finished out the season with 116.5 points, no top five finishes. He ranked 32nd, most likely due to those eight missed games. He, something with him, um, apparently he's ready this season, but he did end his season with a spinal cord contusion. Yeah. In not, December. That does not sound fun. No. Um, I'm sure everybody remembers Peyton Manning's career basically ended because of repeated spinal cord injuries. So yeah, that's nasty. He actually played after his like neck fusion surgery, which I don't think I would have gotten back out on the football field, but. He won a Super Bowl with the Broncos, so props to him. Matt Stafford is interesting because this is a guy who is always relevant fantasy football-wise, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And He's he, 35. Yeah. But younger than Rodgers. Younger than Rodgers. And I would say better than Rodgers. I do not like Matt Ooh, Stafford. Don't get me wrong. Those are some words I know. to say and throw out there. <laughs> At this point in his career, I think he's better. Yes. I, um, I think. I don't know. We'll see. Interestingly we'll see. enough, I just did the NFL Gambling Podcast top 10 quarterbacks, or I guess quarterback power rankings. Matt Stafford did not make any of our power rankings. Aaron Rodgers did make Rod and Ryan's, but... Really? Yeah, I'll be damned. I ain't putting him on mine. No way. No oh, my how. goodness. They had him in a top 10? What position? Oh, Mr. Moneyline had him at five. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's... Um, He's cut off from drinking the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening on, on that podcast? Right. Um, I'll tell. I don't know. I'll tell I Rod just... and Ryan. You said what is happening? <laughs> is it? It's got to be because he's Rogers. That's just got to be why. And what they think that he's magically going to be top ten because he went to the Jets. Ryan made a good argument that before. Last year, he had two back-to-back MVP seasons. He was the MVP two years in a row. Yeah, but... Last year, he thinks, was just a down year, and he wasn't going to treat that as an outlier. I think it's a in, an indication of the future. I think mm-hmm. he's going to continue to decline. It just It's really a matter of how you want to look at that, you know? They they did, they dug the darkness retreat, didn't they? <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> <like> said, <laughs> Ryan said there were a lot of distractions, you know, at Green Bay last year. And I said, yeah, all created by him. The, Those yes, aren't going exactly. away just because it goes somewhere else. <laughs> if we had been... Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Anyways, Matt Stafford, dollar. I think he's worth taking a chance on. This isn't a guy that's two years away from winning it, or two years ago he won a Super Bowl. Yes. And then last um, year, it's like his injury, his yeah injury risk doesn't scare you. Health. If if I spend a dollar on him as a backup quarterback, not at all. Okay. Because I can drop him like. I don't know what. I would have to think about quickly. it. I, I need to think more. Okay. I just need to think more. Let's move on to running backs. Yes. Cam Akers mm-hmm. finished out the season with 128.3 points. He had two top five finishes. He was ranked 31st among, run, among running backs last year, and he's valued at $24. It, give me your thoughts on that. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Would you spend $24 on Cam Akers? No. Hell no. <laughs> what? Why? That I don't seems... understand this. He he was Did a they... huge disappointment all last year. Uh-huh. I know this because I was heavily invested in Cam Akers. And he was a huge disappointment. He finally got to come in and play some. And he did okay. Nothing phenomenal. He did okay. They also have rookie Kyron Williams from last year. And they drafted Zach Evans. I think Evans might see some playing time, even if it's a little... If I'm between $30 for Kenneth Walker, which I already said no to, and 24 for Cam Akers, I'm taking Kenneth Walker for 30 Yeah. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. Even for 25 Yeah. <laughs> 25 it, Just Cam Akers at 24 doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. And, okay, it doesn't make sense 
with how their wide receivers are valued at right and valuing him at $24 yeah. because Stafford is supposed to be ready for this season and healthy and they have well should we talk about the other running backs no let me make my point <laughs> they have Cooper Cup <laughs> we'll go back to the other running backs I mentioned their names that's all we okay. need Cooper Cup finished last season with 126.4 points, but he also missed eight games. He missed the last eight games of the season. In the nine games that he played, he had three top five finishes, so 30% of the time he was in the top five. He was ranked 22nd overall with only playing nine games. He is valued at $50, which is high for a 22nd ranked wide receiver. However... They're anticipating him to play a full season, and with the stats he put out the first half of last season, yeah, who knows where he would have finished had he played all season. So, like, are they? They apparently think that Stafford and Cup are gonna, you know, because I alluded to the fact that something was interesting when Mm -hmm. I was digging into this team, and I think it's interesting that people forgot how good Cooper Cup is, Mm -hmm. even when everybody on the defense knows how good Cooper Cup is. The year before, he led the league in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. If he's healthy and Stafford is healthy, I don't see why he regresses that much. But $50 is also a lot. Well, let me tell you this, too. Yeah. He played nine games. Mm -hmm. Overall, for the entire season, he was the second most targeted player on the Rams. They see Stafford loves <laughs> Cooper Cup, and the defense can't cover him for whatever reason. They just can't. With valuing Cooper Cup, uh, Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. Good, good observation. Cooper Cup <laughs> is indeed. Cooper Come to Cup. me for all your fantasy <laughs> <laughs> brilliance. Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. Write it down, folks. You're not going to get that piece of information <laughs> anywhere else. In the podcast industry or the fantasy football industry. Coming right to you. Yes. Straight from my mouth. Old-fashioned football. Here we go. Murr has let you know that Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. Are you spending $50 on him? <laughs> Are you crying over there? Yeah, I'm crying. <laughs> it's okay. Because you love Cooper Cup just so much. <laughs> I just don't know why. And I just have to be. Mis- I'm just. Don't- I don't agree with the valuation on K makers. <laughs> right. No, okay? I agree. I just wanted to point out like that. Yeah, I agree. And I think that K makers maybe finished. He didn't finish that great last year. Save your twenty four dollars and and spend it on Cooper Cup to get fifty. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that's all there is to mm-hmm. it. They also have Van Jefferson. Yes. Who the Rams had a rough year. Yeah. He missed seven games out of last season. Yeah. So only finished with fifty four point nine. He was ranked eighty third. No top five finishes. Valued at a dollar. Other wide receivers include Ben Skaronek. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and Tutu Atwell. And their rookie Nakua Puka. Yes, thank you. Yeah. These names. Right? It is pretty interesting. <laughs> One wide receiver not going back to the Rams. Yeah. Allen Robinson. He's in Pittsburgh now. That's right. So they can bring back the uh, Mitch trubisky Allen Robinson connection. Mm-hmm. Um, Skyrenek had some good games. I think mainly because of all the injuries they had. Yeah. Lots of training there's camp buzz about Puka. Puka. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of talk about him. So I think he's someone to watch for. Yeah. Um the way I think they'll play it, Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson will be like your one and twos, and Puka will probably play in the slot. I could be wrong there, um, but that's kind of they they run a lot of three receiver, four receiver sets. Even mm-hmm. the Rams do in Sean McVay's offense. So any of these guys could go off. Cup's my number one guy. Puka though, he's intriguing. I don't yeah. have a lot of faith in Van Jefferson. No, I'd take a risk I'm... for a dollar, but I don't have a lot of faith in him being like the next guy you know no and so exactly so i would rather spend that dollar on puka yeah and see where he takes us in like a dynasty or a keeper league agreed yeah like it i would actually spend a dollar on scourneck before van jefferson i think there you go 
Moving on to tight end, they yes. had Tyler Higby, or they have Tyler Higby, who finished out the season with 80 points, one top five finish, valued at a dollar. He ranked 15th out of tight ends last season. I like Tyler Higby, and I think he will do better than 15 because Stafford's back. If Stafford's healthy, mm-hmm. anyways. Eight games is basically half the season. Right. They went half the season without their starting quarterback. Yeah. They went half the season without Cooper Cup. They went almost half the season without Van Jefferson. Like, there's just... There's a lot of injuries. There was a lot that happened to the Rams last season. I think Higby could be a top 12. So, if you're in a 12-person league, a dollar is a good price. What do you think? I think so. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have to draft a tight end. Yes. Yeah. Some people draft two or three. I never draft more than two, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's crazies out there. They just <laughs> love their tight ends. You're one of them. I love spending a lot of money on one really good tight end. That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> I get paid very well. For, no. <laughs> Cardinals. Let's go to the Cardinals. It's late and this is going south fast. Too fast. Quarterback, <laughs> Kyler Murray. Sorta. Sorta. Yeah. We don't know when he'll play. Yeah. So, do you want to speak to that? Yeah. So, he missed six games with his injury towards ACL, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they're saying that he's not going to be... They don't think he'll be healthy by week one. But they've also said, we don't know when he'll be healthy. We don't want to rush him back. Which, which to is me... vague. And means yeah. that there is not... Wouldn't you think that they'd want to be like, oh, he'll be back by this week? Like, Well, there's two. there's two ways of looking at it. Either... The injury is more serious than they want to let on, mm-hmm. or he's going to be ready week one. And they want to just like they don't make want people you to think. Know that. Yeah, yeah. The strategies, right? <laughs> anyway, um, he missed six games last season, but did finish with two hundred seven point six points. He had two top five finishes, ranked nineteenth, valued at a dollar. What do you think about Colt McCoy? Colt McCoy in his place. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have much faith in. No. Kyler Murray in general, I don't have much faith in. (laughs) I'm not a Kyler Murray guy. Um, There is statistical data that really aligns with he plays very well at the beginning of the season. Then the new Call of Duty is released and he plays very poorly. No joke. There is literally when the new (laughs) Call of Duty is released and he's been publicly like that he plays it. When the new Call of Duty has been released, his stats go down. Are you serious? I'm 100% serious. So if he's already going to miss the first part of the season due to injury, and then Call of Duty is going to be released. When does Call of Duty get released? I don't remember for sure. But it's usually like so what, he just bin- November, like, December. Not, he binge plays Call of Duty and doesn't take care of himself? Remember when his he was having his new contract and... They had put in the stipulation that he needs to do like 10 hours of film study or whatever. Something that you never have to put in a professional quarterback's contract because they do that already. Remember when that was a whole discussion? They ended up dropping it out. That's because this man spends all his free time not studying game film, but playing Call of Duty. The Cardinals (laughs) are right now uh, have the worst odds in the NFL to maybe to they should get a quarterback who doesn't want to play video games bingo they're projected to have the worst record in the nfl and <laughs> i agree with it I, I i don't i don't want anything to do with either of these quarterbacks i did not know that about the call of duty that is like it's a strong bad. statistical correlation you <laughs> google it and you you can find the stats behind i feel it. like i need to i trust you but yeah. i feel like i need to see that for myself <laughs> you should it's pretty it's quite humorous Oh, man. Okay. At running back, <laughs> James Conner finished out the season with 154.2 points. He did miss four games. He had two top five finishes. He ranked 19th last year and is valued at $24. Yes. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are he's was ranked 19th and is valued at 24. If Kyler Murray is playing Call of Duty all the time, they're going to have to run the ball. <laughs> and yet Cam Akers was ranked 31st 
Yeah. They have their receivers back and Stafford, and he's ranked, he's valued at 24. I just have to go back to the Cam Akers valuation because I, I seriously disagree with it. I would for sure take James Conner over. They're going to need Akers. James Conner to be not playing Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. And be running the ball for them. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I like mm. James Conner. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, for whatever reason, I'm blanking on who is who he shared time with last year, but he's gone now. So that makes me like James Conner even more. $24 seems a little high for a guy that's starting to get up there as far as running backs go, but I still have faith in James Conner. He's, he's kind of a touchdown machine. He has been for the Cardinals. So, yeah, give me James Conner for $24. Are you... Are you thinking of Chase Edmonds? Sorry, I had to. I was. I've been thinking over here, but that was a couple years ago. Was it? Yes. Oh, he was not on. He did not play for Arizona last year. Well, that's stupid. He should have. No, <laughs> I. I was thinking he did. That was two years ago. Yes, time has moved oh, quickly, Justin. You're right. Last year he played for Miami. I forgot. <laughs> Are you okay uh, over there? Let's go okay? on to wide receivers. Let's go on to wide receivers. <laughs> Marquise Brown. Pick it up, Justin. Hollywood Brown. <laughs> he finished up the season with 89 points. He missed five games. Man, this division had a lot of players out. Yeah, if you were not named the Seahawks, you suffered a lot of injuries. Apparently. He had zero top five finishes. He was ranked 47th last year, but he is valued at $12. So I assume he's going to be their number one guy now mm-hmm. that DeAndre Hopkins is gone. Mm-hmm. DeAndre's like, I want out. This yeah, guy just right? plays Call of Duty all day. Right? <laughs> Which, by the way, Chiefs are the front runner. Bill's second, it sounds like. He wants to go to the Chiefs. I'd be happy with him on the Chiefs. I'm sure, yeah. You would draft him along with all your Chiefs receivers. <laughs> I would dra- I'd definitely you, give him a chance, Justin. Given that you drafted Rasheed Rice, you should not want him to go to the Chiefs. I guess. But but anyways. I know what DeAndre Hopkins can do. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood Brown. No. $10 maybe. 12 is pushing it for me. 12 is for 47. Yeah. Because I don't see him doing. Well, he missed five games. So right. hopefully he'd do better. But they also have Rondell Moore. Who also missed time. He, he missed nine games. <laughs> he missed over half the season. And my goodness. Yeah. Um, Their whole core. Everybody missed games last season. At this rate, you might as well just draft their rookie, Michael Wilson, and hope that he does something. Because I don't have a lot of faith in Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore, no. Greg Dortch, Zach Pascal, who couldn't get anything going with the Colts. I don't think he's going to get anything going now. Let's talk about their tight end. Let's move on to more. Yes. I don't even know if this is more promising. It used to be Zach Ertz. I think it is. He got injured. He missed seven games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the entire Okay. Everyone warm... missed five or more games. Everyone we're talking about. That warm weather <laughs> of Arizona, of San Francisco, of uh, LA. That mm-hmm. they suffer the injuries, I guess. So, he missed Zacherts missed seven games. He finished the season with 68.6 points. I did not realize all these I'm sorry. You know, looking at it, okay, he missed this is what I didn't realize the entire team missed. Yeah. A huge chunk of the season last year. Yep. So who knows what the Cardinals will do this year if they can get Kyler Murray not to play Call of Duty <laughs> when it comes out, whenever it's released. Get him on some Fortnite. He can play that now. Get it out of his system. That'll <laughs> be fine. Okay. He finished out the season with 68.6 points. As I already said, one top five finish. He was ranked Titan. He was ranked 19th last year. Valued at a dollar. I'm going for it. You're going for it. Ranked 19th after missing seven games. I think if he returns to his form, I uh, I like him. I think he'll do well. They also have Trey McBride. Yeah, rookie last year. Yep, back up until Ertz was hurt. So he only played seven games. He didn't miss any time, but he only played seven games. Finished with 32.5 points. One top five finish, though, and he was ranked 43rd. Yeah, I'm just going with Zach Ertz. I'm trusting I would, in Zach Ertz. Out of the two of them, I would go with Zach Ertz. Yep. All right, we've made fortune wait this long. We, we saved 49ers for last on purpose. Sorry, Nick. I'm not really sorry. Let's talk about <laughs> quarterbacks because I love to talk about these quarterbacks. Yeah, well, good luck guessing who their quarterback is I know. Is it be. Trey Lance? Is it Sam Darnold? 
Is it Brock Purdy? I do have news on Brock Purdy. Well, I also have news on 49ers quarterbacks. They are working out. XFL legend. San Antonio Brahma's quarterback, Jack Cohn, who sucked. How he got a <laughs> NFL tryout is beyond me because he sucked. Like, I have no idea why he's getting tryouts. It is unbelievable to me. But anyways, go on. And he's trying out with the 49ers? Yes, he's got a tryout with Because why not have... Is this... Does Brandon have any influence on them? <laughs> why not have all the quarterbacks? Four quarterbacks? That's Brandon's strategy. Okay. So, Purdy played six games um, to close the season out. He had 110.3 points, one top five finish. Real quick, you think Purdy will be the starter as long as he's healthy? If he's healthy, yes. I think so, too. He should be. That's where I would put my money. Now, he finished 33rd, but again, he only played six games. He's valued at a dollar. He had surgery in March on his elbow this offseason, and that has put a lot of questions out there on if he's going to start, be ready to start the season, if he's going to play at all this season. But Coach Kyle Shanahan did come out and say that he is ahead of schedule post-surgery. Yeah, throwing, what, three times a week, I think. Um, mm-hmm. It's a it's a tricky injury from what I have understand and what I've read. It's something that uh, baseball pitchers normally get. Yes. But uh, it's tricky just for the timeline because it, everything could be feeling well, but then you throw a 40-yard pass and it, all of a sudden it's not feeling good. So definitely I, something I to keep told everyone, on. be optimistic, that I would rather be optimistic about it because they need him. Yeah, Brock Hard Purdy. We got t-shirts at the SGPN merch store. Go check them out. Brock Hard Birdie. <laughs> Moving on to running backs. I do. Speaking of guy that's not hard, the running back. He's a little soft. Go on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he gets injured all the time. Okay. We Where's did it your last mind? Se- I know it's late, but come on. <laughs> no, but last season. Stop. <laughs> last season, he didn't. I know. Christian McCaffrey, yes. running back. He... He was the number two running back last year. What is wrong with you? He was healthy. Yes. Did he start out with a couple years when he was with the Panthers injured? Yes. Last season, he he wasn't. And I stayed away from him last season because of his injury history. But he didn't get injured. He finished the season with 271.4 points. He had four top five finishes. Again, ranked second among running backs. He's valued at $68, and he's going to go for that. Especially with this quarterback trio, possibly qua- what is four? Quattro. Qua- qua- that's just four in uh, Spanish. A quandrum. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. A quartet. <laughs> quartet. Um, what are your thoughts? I want to. I want to hear your thoughts before I get mine on Chris McCaffrey for sixty-eight dollars. Sixty-eight dollars is just a little steep for me. Especially with what I budget out, like when I think about my budget and where my money goes, like just $68 for him, and it's just steep for a running back. Christian McCaffrey is a very talented guy. There's no Mm -hmm. question about that. $68 to me indicates he's going to touch the ball 25 to 30 times, whether that's in the run game or the pass game. I do not think they want Christian McCaffrey to touch the ball 25 to 30 times. This team is set up to have depth behind him mm-hmm. with guy a guy like Elijah Mitchell, who was a starting running back for them before yeah. Christian McCaffrey. He, Elijah Mitchell is definitely going to be getting shares. Yes. I think $68 is if you expect him to have a full workload. I think because of his injury history, I don't think Christian McCaffrey will ever have a full workload again. Just and I, I think it's smart for the 49ers to – you know, back him up with Elijah Mitchell, yeah. share the time to keep him healthy, mm-hmm. to prevent that injury history from continuing. Yeah, absolutely. Do a little load-based management or whatever you want to call it. But I, I think Christian McCaffrey is definitely their main guy. He's definitely going to – he's going to be top 10. Yeah, he might be. If he's healthy, mm-hmm. he will be. Let's talk about Elijah Mitchell. <laughs> you, like, don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. He finished up the season with 40.6 points. He missed 12 games. He had no top five finishes. He was ranked 69 last year. Nice. Valued at a dollar. 
I I would absolutely spend a dollar for Elijah Mitchell because I think they want to limit how many times Christian McCaffrey touches the ball, and that means Elijah Mitchell gets touches. It does. I think he will be relevant in fantasy football. Do I think he's going to be an RB1? No. No. Do I think he could, with how good this team runs the ball, do I think he could get up into those RB2 numbers? Yeah, some weeks. But I think for sure he's going to be a flex. If you're in a 12-person league, I think Elijah yes, Mitchell finishes it depends in the, on the top circumstances. See, we're in a lot of 10 um, I'm getting in more and more leagues. 12. Yeah. And, and Elijah Mitchell, I think finishes in the top 24 if he stays healthy of course you think he's gonna finish like okay he missed 12 games yeah <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see we will see let's talk about their wide receivers Debo who C- is Sam Trey Brock throwing to <laughs> Jack Cone Debo Samuel he missed four games, but he finished with 112.4. He had one top five finish, valued at $13, and was ranked 34th overall for wide receivers last year. This is crazy because last year he was valued at like 30 to $40. Yeah. This was an episode that you were on, I believe, business travel, and Rod filled in for you, who is a 49ers fan, and he said the price reflects that Debo is going to continue to run the ball, and he's already said he doesn't want to run the ball anymore. He wants to just be a wide receiver. Now his price seems like it's toned back to where it probably should be. Yeah. Would you spend the 13 on Debo? It depends on the quarterback situation, I, It depends right? on the quarterback. Can we, like, Agreed. if it's Brock Purdy, yes. Yeah. If no. Brock Purdy is healed and healthy, yes. I agree with you, 100%. Brandon Ayuk? Ayuk? I, that's just how it comes across my head. Okay. Ayuk? I was like... Calm down. (laughs) He finished up the season with 149.8 points, two top five finishes, ranked 15th last year, and is only valued at $11. Yeah, I mean, I might as well take a stab. If I'm going to pay $13 for Debo, I might as well say I'll pay $11 for Brandon Ayuk. Can you explain that? They What, they think Debo is going to be... Debo is a bigger, I guess, playmaker once he has the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. But Ayuk is also a very talented guy. I just, I never yeah. buy into Ayuk. I don't know why. He's like, he's but the new the Robert numbers. Woods. He's the oh, new Robert Woods. He's a guy your Bobby that, Tree. That, yeah, that plays well, but I don't buy into it. Okay. What other wide receivers do they have? Uh, so they got Juwan Jennings coming back. They got Ray Ray McLeod coming over from the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And they got Willie Sneed. Juwan Jennings is the only guy in there that has some relevancy. I don't think those other guys are relevant, but their tight end is relevant. Yes. Let's talk about their tight end. George Kittle. Mr. Iowa. He missed two games, but finished out the season with 140.5. We were just talking about tight ends that finished with like 80 points. (laughs) This guy, 140.5, five top five finishes, Valued at $24, ranked 22, ranked 22, ranked second among tight ends. He is worth $24. I agree. If he stays healthy, he only if missed two you games you want last year, a tight but... end that puts up points, I just, just to put it into perspective. Why am I getting yelled at right now? I said I agree. <laughs> <laughs> to put it into perspective for you, Tyler Higby is somebody who's probably going to be drafted because he was 15th ranked, only put up 80 points. Yeah. George Kittle put up over 60 more points. And I just, he's worth $24. If you budget, right, I would spend 30. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You have to budget more for the top tight ends. Yep. And go for it. So I'm asking for a bidding war apparently, but... A little bit out of order, but I'm going to go ahead and assume your top tight end is George Kittle. It is. He is also my top tight end. Top quarterback. This is really weird, but Geno Smith. Yep. You got to go Geno, right? (laughs) Yes. I mean, Kyler Murray, who knows when he's going to play. It's not going to be Colt McCoy. No, and you can't pick a quarterback for the 49ers right now. Because you don't know who's going to play. Matt Stafford is my second. Yeah. Assuming he's healthy, all goes well. Matt Stafford has talent. Yep. Geno Bambino, running back. Or two. Running back. CMC. Yeah. I think that's a given. I think he's the top for sure. Yes. 
For my second running back, it's I'm torn between Kenneth Walker and James Conner. That makes sense. I th- I could go either. Yeah, I wasn't considering James Conner. I was going to say I think you got to go Kenneth Walker, but I could I could see a case for for mm-hmm. uh, Conner as well, for sure. Less competition, I think, since yes. we do know Zach Charbonnet. So yeah, let's go James Conner. I want to know your top wide receivers and specifically your top, your number one wide receiver. You can give me two, but your number one. And everybody listen to this closely from both of us because this is going to be something you need to know. In your future. In your future (laughs) to win some whiskey. Yes. Honestly, I have to go with Cooper Cup. Agreed. Number one wide receiver in the NFC West is Cooper Cup. Both of us. Locking that up. Yeah. I Even though Geno's, I'm picking Geno Smith for my quarterback, Cooper Cup has such talent that you, I have to go with Cooper Cup. Yep. Number two for me is DK Metcalf. I was going to say it, it, one of the Metcalf or not Lockett. It's Metcalf. Yep. Agreed. So Cup is number one. Mm-hmm. Metcalf number two for both of us. Correct. Yeah, are we agreeing on it? I know, that's kind of scary. Probably means it won't come true. (laughs) Or it might mean you'll be right. (laughs) It could be. Those are your tops. Uh, I'm getting tired. Are you getting tired? I'm getting tired over here. And what I need to wake me up is some whiskey. Let's talk a little whiskey. Let's do this. So, like I said, we are drinking, in our old fashions, Elijah Craig's small batch, and I think I did a good old fashioned. You did. It was good. Mine's gone. I know gone. you gave me props earlier. Yes. But it was good. Mine's gone. I got a little so carried obviously. away with the orange peel. <laughs> it's so much so. I just really wanted a lot of orange tonight. So much so that it was it's like, like it oh man, lastered itself around the entire like side of the glass. I was going to say <laughs> so much so it was like. I'm going to come into our our office here where we podcast, get everything set up, and um, you were going to make the drinks. <laughs> we were like, wow, it's pretty late. We got to get going. 20 minutes later. I, I go out there, and you're still working on these old fashions, carving at an orange, trying to put some <laughs> intricate design in it, I feel like. like I was I'm making the like... 16th chapel, chapel on the orange peel. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> well... Yeah, I just have some practice when it comes to. You just need some practice. Obviously, it shouldn't take twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is I the was, kind of bartender Colby was I talking about when he orders a gold fashion. It takes him twenty minutes. It's you back there trying to carve the orange and get all the white stuff off the inside of the peel. Yeah, I don't. I didn't want any white stuff on the peel. <laughs> the rind. No, the rind is the. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Yeah. It's too late for this conversation. Yeah. Let's talk about Elijah Craig. But it's the good old fashioned. And yes. Elijah Craig small batch is great in this old fashioned. So it is made in small batches. You talk as its taste, name by the suggests. Way. And bottled at 94 proof. And to bring you a little history on Elijah Craig, they call Elijah Craig the father of bourbon. He was a Baptist preacher who built the first um, paper and wool mills in Kentucky. Um, He's a busy dude, obviously. Yes. They, their website um, on the history does like allude to the fact that he did, um, in, I guess the enslaved people that worked for Elijah Craig were a very critical component. I loved how they worded it. The enslaved people, he was an enslaver. Yeah, meaning so he, he had slaves Elijah Craig doing did his work. have slaves. Yes, but they the sla- they were a um, critical component of the history of bourbon. Um, it was interesting because it mm-hmm. reminded me of like when we talked about Uncle, Uncle Nearest, not like Uncle Nearest not getting the credit right. that he deserves for. Yeah. Kentucky, is, is there <laughs> or not somebody, for Tennessee whiskey, right? Kentucky bourbon. No, yeah. we're talking about Kentucky the, bourbon now for Tennessee for whiskey. Tennessee, yeah. So is there? A slave that was working at the Elijah Craig distillery that maybe deserves some more credit than and they get. Bourbon came to be because of the charred oak barrels. He was the first distiller to age whiskey in new charred oak barrels. There are different stories as some claim it was like an 
accidental fire that charred his barrels. Like, how does that? I don't know. And and change the whiskey. Others say that he stored his whiskey in former sugar barrels and liked how the charring improved the flavor. Um, Did we lose the barrels in the fire? Only half of them. Throw them together and use them. They're still good. (laughs) (laughs) But the regardless, the charring process was refined and, of course, became the critical component to a bourbon 250 years later. It's... He is still considered the father of bourbon because of the charred barrels. Now, I would be really interested if anyone could put together that history. For They're sure. like nearest green. Yeah. The, like, you know, that history. They need Fawn Weaver deep, diving yes. into that, doing the deep dives. <laughs> yes. Um, but there you have it. Some history on Uncle Nearest. Or Uncle Nearest. Some- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Elijah. <laughs> Some history on Elijah Craig. So as far as the making of Elijah Craig bourbon, they use all local ingredients as far as the grain. They use Kentucky limestone water, and they take new oak barrels and fire them for 40 seconds to achieve a level three char. The small batch that we're drinking today won. You okay over there? Oh, yeah, I'm doing tastings. Sorry. Oh, you're doing tastings in a weird way over there. <laughs> <laughs> so the small batch we're drinking won double um, gold in the San Fran world, in the San Francisco World Spirits competition in 2021 and 2022. Justin, what can you tell me on the taste while I taste it? So it's got some heat. You're getting a lot of spice up front. I'm trying to get better at this after we've been meeting with distillers and everything. It smells very good. I get a nice sweet smell to it. I don't get it's a lot of... a lot of burn smell up my nose. Oh, you're going to taste a lot. Open your mouth. Remember, open your mouth when you smell. <laughs> I did. Don't breathe in with your mouth. You look like you're <laughs> trying to inhale it now. What are you doing? You do get a, a nice burn to it. Uh, very heavy uh, oak. Charred very oak. Very charred oak. Yes. Char. It is very heavy in the charred Level oak. Level three Char. <laughs> I get a little bit of a, just a slight, it's like smoky flavor too. Yeah, it's charred. Yeah, but there's not just like charred wood, but like there is the smokiness to it. This is, a, I like it better in the drink. It stands up very well in the drink. Mm-hmm. It, the drink softens it, Yeah, but it really comes out because I didn't do anything super special to our drinks mm-hmm. and it's definitely giving our drink it's not there's a lot of flavor to it but i'm saying like it's standing out like i can tell that the drink tastes the way it does because of the elijah craig yeah no i agree great this is not i don't feel like this is a maybe it's the glass because we're using a i don't know i just feel like it's throwing all of that there's a lot of heat to it heat up into my it's clearing my sinuses yeah (laughs) (laughs) a lot of heat toastiness all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff yeah, no, I, I like it in the old-fashioned. I, I will say I would rather have it in the old-fashioned than sip it. This is not... If I was going to grab a sipper out of the uh, the cabinet... Unless you're it's, unless it's really cold out and you need some heat because there you go. it is warming me. I'm just going to say I have a lot of warmth in my chest. Yes, yeah. No, it's not bad, though. I like it. Even though I've been... That's interesting. I've been drinking my old-fashioned this entire time. And this is warming me. Just trying a little sip yeah. of it. And it's, I guess, 94. I don't know. That's not super high proof. No, it's not a super high proof one. It just comes across with with a lot of heat mm-hmm. and spice, I think. Yes. A lot of spice. It's good. It is good. Uh, while we're doing this, so here's how it is. it's set up for the contest winner. We got all our names in. The of people that had reviewed and were eligible last month, and then all the people that reviewed this month, I'm going to type in because it changes everything. Every line I enter, it changes because it's a randomizer. I'm going to type in the contest winner, enter for May, enter is drumroll, please, and then it will populate the name. So, okay, so when you're ready, I will drumroll for the you. The contest winner for the May contest is. Drum roll, please. 
That was a, a pretty slow drum roll. I'm not I am not Nick Fortune. He can do wipeout <laughs> anytime. <laughs> Benjamin Locke. Benjamin Locke, you are yes. our May giveaway. Let's have some more energy, Justin. That was a I was just trying to remember where it came. That was a uh, Apple review. Apple review. Yes. Thank you, Benjamin Locke. And thank you to everyone who took the time to follow us, to subscribe, and to leave a review, especially the, like to take the time to leave a review. We really, really appreciate that. Yeah. It really helps us. And we just really appreciate all of our listeners. Absolutely. So we would Benjamin, not be as successful without you. Absolutely. Benjamin Locke, reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, because y- you we'll get give you to... you a, a week, I guess. Yes. To reach out. So Benjamin Locke, congratulations. Please reach out to us. Within this next week here, if you go to sgpn.com and go to the merch store and search for our old-fashioned football t-shirts, let us know which style you would like and which color and size. And when you reach out to us, I will send you our whiskey list because we will send you two handshakes of any of the whiskeys, including today's, that we have reviewed on our podcast over the last year. Yeah. That's a lot of whiskeys. It is a lot of whiskeys. So, yes, two handshakes and an old-fashioned football t-shirt are coming your way. Yeah. Speaking of whiskeys, there's a reason we picked Elijah Craig. Because we have a contest for June. Yes. So, um, here's how this is going to work. Reach out if you have questions, though. I don't want anybody to miss out because they're like, well, I didn't quite understand what to do. Reach out to us if you have any questions. Either one of us or our old-fashioned football Twitter. Just get a hold of us some way. But this month's giveaway is going to be sponsored by Ace Spirits up in Minneapolis. We're going to be talking with Luke Castle, the owner of Ace, on one of our upcoming episodes. However, make sure you check out their website at acespirits.com and use code BET for $10 off your purchase. That's right. You can purchase and have it shipped right to you. The prize for this month's contest is a private select Elijah Craig barrel proof. Whiskey and bourbon collectors should be excited because it's an allocated private select. And if you're new to whiskey, it's still a great whiskey to win. So it's barrel proof, so it's going to be a higher proof. And you can only get this specific Elijah Craig at Ace Spirits. This, yeah. Because it's from a specific barrel. Yeah, this specific barrel is just for them. So that's kind of one of the reasons we picked it. We knew Elijah Craig was a well-known whiskey, but also something that not just everybody can get. We're also getting a hand on this contest from our friends at Better Edge. So here's what you're going to have to do to win this special whiskey. We'll have two poll questions a week on Better Edge's website. We will share a link on our Twitter. One question will be regarding the Tuesday episode of that week. So there will be a question regarding this week's episode. Which we hinted at. We did hint at it. And the second question will be regarding a game. Um, We will likely have some around NBA finals, maybe a USFL game. More to come on that. Um, Yeah. We don't want anybody to miss out. So if you have questions on how to get entered and how to answer questions, please free please feel free to reach out to either of us. We will help you get there and get you entered. Now, Justin, is it every week they can re-enter? Every week has a new question. So they have to they have to answer all four questions every week to be entered? So like Miranda said, there are two questions every week for four weeks through June because we're in the second week technically, but four full weeks. And... You get points based off of correct answers. Now, it's kind of interesting how it works because if 20 people answer the poll and one person got the correct answer, then they get the 20 points. So the points are allocated that way. It's based on how many people you beat, basically, in the poll. And the most pe- the people with the, or the person with the most points at the end of the contest wins. Better Edge is keeping track of all the points for us, thankfully. You'll have to tune in weekly this month. Yes. To listen to our show, to have the answer for our show's question. Yeah. 
which will be hitting tomorrow, probably tonight, tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. So by the time you hear this episode, go out there. Uh, we'll share the link on our Twitter and answer answer the question. For those who don't have Twitter, Justin, is there a link that we can, or where can they go? Can you direct them how to get there? I can't because it is a private thing. Uh, we'll share it in the Discord too. Okay, if but, you're in the Discord, yeah, but the not poll is is private. So, um, you know, if you're somebody we know and you're like, oh man, I just haven't created my Twitter, we can text you like a link to the poll. But the the poll itself, you can't just go out and find it. You have to have the link. From us. I need to get our Instagram up and running. Yeah, you do. Miranda's got a to-do list now. This is a horrible week for work for <laughs> me, but... <laughs> we'll get her figured out. I will get it. This is It's a priority of mine. Yeah. Because I think that we can help more of our listeners out by being on Instagram, too. Absolutely. And gain, you know, gain some more people to uh, join the... The old-fashioned football craze that we have going on here. <laughs> craze. Who's sure. winning this division? The Seahawks. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. The Seahawks. <laughs> um, the Seahawks or the Rams? Oh, wow. Not the 49ers at all. They are the favorites, by the way. The 49ers are the favorites? Yes. They don't even know no, who no. their quarterback is going to be. You already answered Seahawks right away. That was your instinct. Miranda's edge boost double down play of the day <laughs> is the Seahawks. Edge boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Take the Seahawks to win the division. I know that it, that, that that is at plus money right now. See, then it's good. If I'm right, you really get pain out. <laughs> and if you caught us on YouTube, because these episodes are hitting the YouTube now. Uh, make sure to smash the subscribe button and like smash this video. It. Smash it. Smash. Be like Hulk and smash that subscribe button and like the video on YouTube. All that stuff really helps us out. How's your old fashioned over there? Sorry, first of all, do you have anything else to add? No, I shouldn't Justin. I shouldn't assume that you have nothing else. I have nothing else. <laughs> My old fashioned is gone. Going once, going twice. Sold. <laughs> Old-fashioned football.